God some praise in this place. Hallelujah. This be our last Sunday of 2023. Hallelujah. Anybody got another praise in them today? Hallelujah. Anybody glad to be in the house of God one more time? Hallelujah. I am glad to be here. I'm glad I got here late, but I'm glad to be here. Brother Mazzini, I'm glad to see you today. Amen. Amen. Before I come up real quick. Come on up. Come stay standing. Amen. Most of all, blessing to Thank you, Lord. I just stopped thinking about what God God is very helpful. I was like, God, this is not
I do have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to live and run on to the end. Hallelujah. I don't know what, but when it's going to come, but I'm going to live for the Lord. Hallelujah. I love God. I love this church. I thank God he's placed me here. He's never told me to leave here. Hallelujah. Physically, I'm not here, but spiritually, I'm always here. I pray for you all. I really, really do. I pray for you all. And I thank God for you all. God bless you. Praise the name of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You just never know. You just never know. You never know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving honor to God who has given my life to his son Jesus. Hallelujah to the precious Holy Spirit, to all of my brothers, children. Uh, this is a good time to be alive. I, I'm going to say it again. It is a good time to be alive in this world today. I know we see all the bad news on TV, but as you walk and live this life, you see some good stuff in your life. Amen, somebody. Don't you know God has been blessing you all the days of your life? Come on, church, talk to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just a little bit. I just I'll... Tell me what you was going ah, We come down on this last day of the year. God, just say, God, we really do love you. God, there are many, and I want to thank you, God, for how you led Mother Ellison here today. God, God, she, how she said that she pressed her way here. There are many of God presses their way here. Because, not because I'm going on in your body, but because they really do love you. And God, as we stand here together today, God, I'm asking God in the name of Jesus to sing your word today, God. Sing your word, oh God, one more time, God. God, Jesus said that we, we shouldn't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of itself. So God, we ask you to give us our daily bread, God. God, feed us today with your word, God. Father God, Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone, but on every piece of word of your word, oh God. God, so send your word, God, in the name of Jesus, because of our sins, oh God. And God, if there be any, any, any anything between us, oh God, God, those of us who are here, God, help us to forgive one another while we yet still can. Father God, we love you. We bless your holy name. God, I ask you, oh God, help us to love you like if I would let anything. God, I ask you, God, to give me the strength, give me the power, give me the anointing, give me the knowledge to preach this word like you would have me to preach it, oh God, in your son, Jesus' name. Have Daniel for him to decrease, but have Jesus Christ to increase to your people in word, deep power, and insight and in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. Amen. Chapter 32. Hallelujah. Recognizing all of my father's children, my wife, all the ministers, all the deacons, the parker, choir, musicians, ushers, our media team, everybody that's from St. Paul, visitors, family out of town. Then Miss Miracle sing the song. Break every chain. Amen.
And then the choir sing a song too. Another yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's start at the first verse. I'm also going to go to um, Joshua, Joshua 22 as well. Numbers 32 and Joshua 22. And it reads, starting at, do we all have it? First verse. And it reads, now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle. And when they saw the land of Jazir and the land of Gilead, that behold, the place was a place for cattle. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spake unto Moses and to Eleazar the priest and unto the princes of the congregation, saying, Adarath, Diban, Jazir, Nimrod, Heshbon, and Elila, and Shabam, and Nebo, and beyond, even the country which the Lord spoke before the congregation of Israel, they land for cattle, and thy servants have cattle. Wherefore, they said, if we have found grace in thy sight, let this land be given unto thy servants for a possession, and bring us not over, and bring us not over Jordan. And Moses said unto the children of Gad, and to the children of Reuben, shall your brethren go to war, and ye sit here? And wherefore, discourage ye the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord has given them. Thus did your fathers when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to, the, to see the land. For when they went up unto the valley of Eskel and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel should not go into the land which the Lord had given them. Jump down to verse 20. And Moses said unto them, If ye would do this thing, if you will go armed before the Lord to war, and will go all of you armed on the Jordan before the Lord, until he has driven out his armies from before him, and the land be subdued before the Lord, and afterward ye shall return and be guiltless before the Lord and before Israel, and this land shall be your possession before the Lord. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Jump to, um, this is going to go to Joshua 22. First verse. And it reads, Then Joshua called the Reubenites, and the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, and said unto them, Ye have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice and all that I commanded you. Ye have not left your brethren these many days unto this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest unto your brethren as he promised them. Therefore now return ye and get you unto your tents and unto the land of your possession, which the which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. But take diligent heed to do the commandment of the Lord which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cleave unto him and to serve him with all of your heart 
and with all your soul from Joshua. Bless them and sent them away, and they went unto their tents. Hallelujah. Today we come with the help of the Holy Spirit to preach to us today about you didn't get here by yourself. Right. I may take your seats. You didn't get here by yourselves. Hallelujah. Many of us have come up from somewhere to get to New York. Amen. Whether you be from South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, Arkansas, you name the state or wherever, maybe even just right around the corner in Rochester. No matter how you got to where you are, you didn't get there by yourself. I don't care how much money you may have attained to today. No matter how much how much education you may have 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 have, have gotten gone into debt for, it doesn't matter how big your degrees may be. It doesn't matter how big your house may be or how many cars you may have. I want to tell you today, you didn't get here by yourself. I, I know this this church was was was, was started with, with a few families, with the Smith family, the 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 Hannah family, the Namesville uh, 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 family. Ignite the pump, name some more. Name some more. Come on. Okay. There was a, quite a few families. Max, Sessions, okay, Gregs. There was quite a few families in the beginning. Hallelujah. And, and, and even then, none of them got there by themselves. Can I get a witness? We are living in a time where many of us think that what we have and how we got it, we got it on our own. You didn't get here on your own. Don't care who you know. Somebody had to help you along the way. Can I get a witness? And in, in, in this year, our theme for the year was from Joshua, uh, first chapter. I'm not going to read. But from Joshua, first chapter 10 through 11, uh, three, third chapter, second, third verse. And I was theme for the year was reset, see it, prepare, and go get it together. What I have learned living in this life, many times you, you, will, you will have a change in your life. You will make a reset in your life. You will do certain things. And sometimes you have people with you to help you make that change in your life. You can now help you. They will tell you to go get it. But once you read something, once you reach wherever you want to be, you say, well, I'm good right where I am. I'm okay. I don't need no more help. You go do you. I'm going to do me. But I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell us today, being part of the body of Christ, you don't have that liberty to say anything about how you got to anything by yourself. You needed help from somebody somehow. One of the things that we, when we get sick, don't we ask about the problem? correct them. Some folks don't ask for someone to pray for them. But we all got somebody praying for us. And I guess I have some help in a couple of folks in the church. We all got somebody praying for us. Whether you ask for it or not. When you get sick, somebody gonna pray for you. Even if you can't pray for yourself. But when you get well, yes, you might want to thank the doctors and you thank God. But you also need to remember during the time that you was going through there was the more folk in that struggle with you. No, they may not have had no pain. They may not have been on their back. They may not even came to visit you. But even still, you was not in this by yourself. 2023, 
has been rough for a whole bunch of folks, but a whole bunch of folks have been missed. And no matter who you are, what your name is, and where you come from, 2023, you didn't make it to this day by yourself. Y'all better talk to me in this church today, church. 2023, it's a rough for some and a blessing for some, but, but this is what I want us to, to, to do. Let's not have pity parties. I can't get no help in here. Let's not have pity parties. When you, sometimes when we think we're going through something by ourselves in a rough state, you think you are in it by yourself. Quit thinking you're in it by yourself and learn to ask for some help. Somebody please help me. Somebody don't know when you are going through until you say something. And when you made it out of something, tell somebody, thank you. We have a very powerful scripture. Very powerful scripture because we have Moses. He, he had been leading the, the, the children of Israel by the, by, the, by the direction of God. And along the way, they have lost some. Along the way, many had died. Along the way, many have caused others to, to, to turn away from God. Many folks have did things to, to, to make God angry. But those that are here in this scripture are those that, that God has brought to this particular point. And we have here uh, of, the, of, the, of the sons of Jacob, of the sons of Israel, Reuben and, and, and Gad, they come up to Moses because they're like, we like where we at now. We've been traveling a long time, and, and I know you said there is a land flowing with milk and honey. There are, there was clusters of grapes that we don't have to worry about picking, and that the Lord will prepare the way. And it's on the other side of the door. But what if we don't want to go, Moses? What if we don't want? I think I'm good right here. I think I'm good right here. I don't need no more help. I want to stay right where I am. And some folks are just like that. You are good. Once somebody help you along the way, you forget who done prayed for you. One of the things that we have said when I was coming up, they would tell me, don't forget where you come from. How many folks have forgot where they come from? Oh, it's going to be rough today. How many folks have actually forget? Many folks tell their children, when you go off to college, don't forget how you got here. It wasn't your scholarships. It wasn't all the teachers too, but you had other folk in your corner praying and pushing, helping you get there. But when you get to where you're going, don't forget how you got there. And that you know that you didn't get there by yourself. And Moses telling them, Reuben and Gad, wait a minute. We got some battles up ahead. We got some struggles up ahead, and yes, we've come through some struggles. And have we come through some things in this church, St. Paul? Have we come through some things in this life? We've all come through something. We don't think people have, have cancer and survive. I cannot get a witness in this church. We've had folks that, that have had surgeries, and I mean debilitating surgeries, but yet you're walking good. You can reach your hands, but you can, you can shout better than ever. And you got there, not all by yourself. Can I get a witness today, church? Many of us got some children. It was rough for some of them. But somewhere along the way, it seemed like God worked some things out in their life to get the straight and narrow path. We got to remember who we got to get ready to. 
thinking, oh, I raised my child hard. I raised my child like this. But you didn't do that by yourself. Moses, Moses told him, he said, now your brother's about to go fight a fight. You've been with us. Now that you're good, don't feel like you ain't got no more, no, more, no more stake in this. Don't feel like you ain't do nothing else because you got your cattle, you got your family, you like the land, and we ain't got there yet. One of the things about the theme is that we want, I wanted us to go get it together. Whatever that is, let's go get it together. And, and some of us don't want to do that. Because some of us think that, you know, you got to do it like I got, get it like I got. Work like I work like I got to work, do like I've done, and then maybe you will get it along the way. But I've learned that if you've learned how to do something one way or along the way, you discover a better way, teach somebody how to get there. Ain't getting no help today. One of the things that in my in my in my house, my not my house, but in my family, I'm one of the one of the very few on my side of the family own their own home. Well, the house is completely paid for. Do you hear me? I mean, generations have gone by to have lost their homes, including my father, my grandmother. A lot of them lost their property. Okay? But God made so impossible that we could pay off our property early. But we know that we didn't get here by ourselves. And folks ask me, how did you do it? I explained to them how I did it. But some folks don't. It's one thing if you ask me and I won't tell you. But it's another thing when you ask me and I tell you and you don't do it. That's the difference. Don't get mad when I tell you how to do it and then you don't follow those instructions and it don't happen for you. Don't say I'm big-headed. But when I done told you how to do it and you don't want to do it, that's on you. But even then, we are still in this together. These people, Gad and Reuben, they had great cattle. They, they, they saw some great things in that land because it was the right, the right for, their, for all of their sheep and their oxen. But there was a battle up ahead. The battle was that they had to do some fighting. They had, they had some enemies up the way. And Moses said, we need all hands on deck. We need every man fighting to get it. Now, your brethren helped you get here. He told them. Your brethren helped you get here. Now, you need to help them get where they need to go to, too. I don't know who this is for today. I don't know where you are in your life. Maybe you're good with where you are. But you got, we all got some wisdom, some knowledge, some ideas, and some other suggestions on how to be prosperous in this life, on how to make this church better, how to make this church bigger, how to bring in more members. I'm here to tell us today, but can't one person do this by themselves? We are in this together. If you don't remember nothing else about 2023, remember this message today. As far as I've come, as far as we have come in this life, many of you have retired, many of you got savings, but you didn't get that by yourself. Many of you had jobs at Kodak, but even how you got that job at Kodak wasn't because you applied. It was because you knew somebody. You better talk to me, church. 
Many of us got jobs today because we knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody else on how you got in there and you want to brag about how you got the job, but you won't tell them how you got there. We've got to tell folks how we have made it this far. And one of the things that Moses tells them, he said, now when, you, when your brethren get there, and you can come back and get what you got. See, the thing is, some people don't have, think that it's better, but let me get mine while you go get yours. Don't you know how much better it would be if we all, I've talked about this before, about, about that corporate blessing. There's an individual blessing. There is a corporate blessing that is so big that if we work together and we strive together and we push together and we fight together, we can go in it together and everybody can share in it and everybody can be prosperous, but we've got to work together. He's saying that song. We come this far by faith. But the Bible tells us faith without works is dead. Well, quit talking about, oh, I just got the faith. God don't see us do it. But if you don't move your feet, you ain't going nowhere. 2023, some will say it's rough, but it's been good to everybody. It wasn't just good for some. 2023, the year itself, it wasn't the year. It was nobody but God. And one of the things that Moses told them, he said, now, 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 if you decide not to go, one person going to know about anybody else. You may, he said, when you go, put your whole heart into it. Put everything you got into it. Because if you don't, your sin will be shown and your sin will be found out. Some folks try to pretend like they can't touch you. Some folks like to yeah, I got your back. I'm praying for you. You ain't got nobody's back but your own. You ain't praying for nobody but yourself. And you don't care how they make it. But baby, I'm going to tell you, when you say that you're going to pray for somebody, make sure you pray for them because that is a plea that you put out there. If nobody else knows, God knows it and God has heard it. And if you're going to pray for them, pray for them. We tell them, if you need me, I got you. Well, you know good well you didn't have any idea to get anybody but yourself. The church was designed to be selfish. We were designed to be selfish. We hit that rewind button. The church was not designed to be selfish. We were designed to be selfless. One of the things I love about St. Paul, we give away furniture. Hallelujah. We give away food. We give away food. But you know what? We love to say we. Well, only a couple come out. Let me, let me, hit, that, let me hit that rewind button. We love to say we. Oh, all this good stuff. We love to say we when we had renovations. Love to say we with the sounds. Love to say we with the, with the, with the band. But we, all of us, didn't give any money. This is going to be quiet. I meant to be quiet on some more. Don't just say we. Get in it. 2023 is about over. And if God is to see tomorrow, ask God, what can I do? Father, your calls, God. We got to quit having our own agenda. Reuben and Gad have their own agenda, and they was cool. We got to stop being cool by how things going just for you. Because when you need help, 
and you stop helping folk, you will never get help again. I'm going to hit that rewind button again. You don't want to help nobody. But when it's your turn, you're going to want some help. When it's your turn, you're going to want somebody to pray for you. When it's your turn, Moses said, when your brethren get theirs, that's when you can have yours. Yes, you see where you, where you belong, but they ain't got there yet. There are some of us in here that are struggling. They don't know what to do, and then we ought to be so mindful and so loving and ask the question with some resources, how can I help you? We don't want to ask that question. We don't want to ask that question. Let's say, if you need to call me, and when they call, we don't pick up the phone. When they call you for something, we don't we got no money. When, you, when, you, when they call you asking for some resources, you say something, I didn't think it was going to be like that. When they call you asking for stuff, when they call you asking for things that they need to help in, all of a sudden, you got an excuse. But I'm here to tell you, your sin will find you out. God will find you out. Because you didn't do what you said your word would be. You can't, we can't call ourselves Christians. Hallelujah. Jesus said, he and the Father are one. He said, if you see me, you see the Father. He said, we are in this together. And I want you to be, and his prayer was in John 17. He said, God, Father, it is my prayer. They will be as one as you and I are one. Jesus wants us to be in this together. Quit acting like we can't do nothing without some help. This life is rough. This times are, these are rough times, but it can be easier times when we do this thing together. I was, I was watching a show. Once a person fell off. Oh my goodness. Man, these two men arguing. They were on a fishing boat. One of them fell off. He fell into the water. And when he fell off, they threw out a life preserver. One of those little round things they put out at him. And the man who he was arguing with, he decided that he saw that that wasn't good. So he jumped into the water with the man that he was arguing with. And when he was down there, he, he helps the man back up, get the water. And the people with the with the life raft, they grab both of them, bring them in, and the, and the man pumped the water out of him because he was almost dead. And he wanted everybody else. They said, "Who helped me?" They said, "He helped you. He the one that saved your life." What's my point? The point I'm making is: be careful how you treat folk, because when you need the help, you don't know who gonna reach out to help you. The one that was arguing with him jumped in the water. The ones that did not stay on the boat. Sometimes you don't need folks to stay on the boat. You need folks to jump in the water. When you got struggles in the you need folks to jump in there with you. Moses, when he was very adamant, he said, You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna stay here. I want to tell us today, many of us in here today are blessed. Many of us in here are blessed. We are a lot of property owners in St. Paul. Can I get a witness? Some folks are doing very well. But what's going to happen to what you got? What's going to happen to it? Every, every piece of property, every penny that you got, what's going to happen to it when you're gone? 
Have you have you told somebody? Have you taught somebody? Have you got in there with them? Have you worked with them to help them get to that particular place where you are? Sometimes we call it jealousy. People want to know what I'm doing. Don't know all my business. Maybe they don't want to know your business. Maybe they just want to know how did you do it because I'm struggling. Nobody wants to struggle. And if you are a part of the body of Christ, you don't want nobody else to struggle either. You can't be satisfied. Well, I'm making it. Why ain't you making it? That ought not be a satisfaction to you. You ought to look at your brothers and sisters and say, come on in here. I'm going to bring you along. There was a basketball player named LeBron James. We all know him. Amen. Who, who, if you watch basketball, you know. When he was younger, him and his friends made a pact that whoever made it be, they was going to help the others. Well, he made it big. Well, don't you know, he made sure he reached back and he got his friends and they started a company. They got a, they got a talent company. They go out and they, and they, and they, and they get, they got a clothing line. They got a, uh, they are like agents and all kinds of things going on. And, and not only is he rich, but they are rich too. Don't you know that what, if you just work together, thank you, minister. Don't you know how better things will be? Don't you know if there's one rich person in a, in a group of folks that ain't got no money, don't you know you are just as broke as they are because you're not showing them how to get it? Some folks say, well, they get it like I got. No, but if you help them, help them and show them, don't you know what will happen? That there is a blessing going to come in for all of you? Hallelujah. The Bible has says that, that when they had... When they had finally went over and crossed the Jordan, and they had went around the wall, and they had defeated many of the other the teams, and Joshua told them, you have fulfilled your vow. You can now go and take possession of your land. Thank you, Jesus. And they went back and they did that. But the stories don't stop themselves. Even Jesus had a, had a situation. Glory, hallelujah. As I come to my call, I want to tell you this story. There were some men on a boat, hallelujah, and they had fished all night and couldn't get a thing. And Jesus told them, I'm a fish. He said, we don't fish all night. He said, let's go out a little bit further, and I want you to launch out into the deep. And the Bible tells us when they, at first they didn't want to do it. I'm here to tell somebody today that Jesus got everything. Jesus know how to get everything. Jesus know how to take you where you need to go. But if you're going to resist the word, the word can't get you nowhere. And the word told them to launch out. And when they launched out, they gathered in so much fish until the boat was about to sink. And they had to look over to other boats and said, come over here and get what we got. And every boat that came over got what they had. And everybody had great wealth. I'm going to tell us today, St. Paul, we can be just as rich as anybody that's a sinner. But God, thank you, Jesus. God has given us resources. God has given us, given us abilities. But if we bring our abilities together, if we bring our possessions together, don't you know we can get out of debt? We can get out of debt. They probably don't have no debt. Let me just say that. But there are many of us in here. Many of us in here. They got debt. You ought not have debt. 
if the church at large don't have any debt. And that means the members. Think about that. What does that look like? But also, check the script. What if the church had debt and every member didn't have any? It didn't even, don't even look right, do it? So it neither does it should us. Everybody in here who got debt, you ought to be asking, how do I get out? There are a few that have asked me. There are a few that have asked me. But some of them saying few are putting the stuff into progress. Listen to me, pastor is working. Pastor is working. And I want to tell you today, where does it start? It starts by going obeying the word of God. The last thing that Joshua told them, he said, remember now that you said, I'm going to bless you. He said, but now I want you to remember these words. Listen to what he says again. He tells them. He says, he said, but take diligent heed to do the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you to love the Lord your God and walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cleave unto him and to serve him with your whole heart and with your soul. Don't you know if you, that's where it starts. If you serve the Lord with everything of who you are, don't you know God will bless you? He, he'll bring folks to you that will bless you. He, there are folks in the world that don't know him. But the Bible tells us that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And it's just because they don't know Jesus, but they know you. Don't you know oh, God knows you? He knows we got it. This is me. Me three. Let's talk about tonight. Put that out there too. As we leave, we remember. How can you love God who you don't see and you can't stand them who you see every day? How can you say you love God and you say you love God's people but you don't do nothing to help them? We get no help on that today. We have got to have a different mindset. We've got to have a different mindset. Sister Mother Valina Hannah got up here and said something on her through the portion of testimony. She said, people try to get even with you then to help you. And you know where that, where that, where that happens mostly? We all not have that soul. If you are in need, you ought to be able to go to anybody and say, help me. Deacon Frippers, like when we go fishing. If I get on your boat without a fishing pole and I want to fish, what you going to do? You going to hand me a pole. You don't hear that. If you, wanna, if, you, if you want to live a better life, even if you don't reach out your hand, 
if you're praying for God to bless somebody, ask God to help you in the blessing process. If you want to see somebody blessed, ask God, God, give me the resource if they don't know how to handle it. Oh, Lord. Some folks don't know how to handle the resources that God would bring in their direction, but God would bless you to bless them. Don't you know that? No, I didn't come with a shouting message today. They're playing. But I want us to know this one thing that if we're going to go anywhere and to achieve anything, if you want to make a better life for yourself, you can't do it by yourself and you can't do it without Jesus Christ. We're all talking about going to heaven, but everybody ain't going to make it. The Bible says that we got to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We got to accept him as our Lord and Savior. And when we do that, that's what happens. We got to let the word that's in him work in us. Because he said when he, when he went away, he said, I'm going to send a comfort. And the comfort will reveal to you all things. And I want us to know whatever we have to struggle with, we are in this together. We got to be praying together. We got to be praising the Lord together. We got to be worshiping God together. And when we come into this place, we ought to come magnifying God's soul that he will send his Holy Ghost into this place and the anointing will be so rich that it will be just like the day of Pentecost when they finished preaching and the anointing was so rich people went out and sold their possession and brought it and laid it at the disciples' feet and said, we got all we need. But sell what I've given you so that everybody will have need. I, as your pastor, need you to be the way you prosper this It ain't all about prosperity. It is about holy living. And if you live holy, don't you know you will be prosperous? I'm hit that rewind button. Don't you know if you live holy, don't you know you will be prosperous? I had a conversation with someone real quick. They asked me, who got more money than Oprah? I said, I do. Everybody got quiet. Come on, my sister. Because I know a God. I know a God that sits high and can reach low. I don't have to beg man for anything. But when I'm in need, I know how to call on the Lord. I know if I need anything, if I need medicine, can't afford it. I say, God help me. God will send me some help. Is there anybody in here that have tried God and asked him to help? That need come through for you. Whatever you need, didn't God come through for you? You got to be a witness to that. All you got to do is just ask him. Be obedient to his instructions. And baby, I promise you, Oprah ain't got nothing on you. There ain't nobody got nothing on God. No, my bank account may not match what she got. But baby, my resources outweigh her. Everything. The Bible says everything that you got, everything that I got, 
comes from the Lord. Everything we need, everything we ever want, will come from the Lord. Jesus said, you have not, because you ask not. If you ask, if you seek, if you knock, it'll happen for you. You just have to do some asking. You got to do some seeking. You got to do some knocking. And I promise you, you keep knocking. You keep asking. You keep seeking. After what God will open up the door. God will. This is where you can find it. God will. If the cattle upon the thousand belong to God, and, and Jesus said that I am co-ass with him, whatever Jesus got, hallelujah, that means I got it, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't just have treasures on the earth. I got treasure laid up in heaven. I got a, hallelujah, I got a mansion waiting on me being constructed right now that I'm living holy down here. So when I get up there, I ain't got to practice. I already be in holiness. Do we have anybody in this place today that's going to keep striving, going to keep praying, going to keep moving, going to keep pushing? We got to press together. We got to push together. And if we do that, we'll have everything. Everything that God wants us to have. Here's the thing. I'm gonna put this like this and find the close. I really am. Baby, come here for a second. I'm gonna show you all something real quick. Moses said, turn around for me. Moses said, turn around like this. Moses said, he said, maybe you're going to leave your brothers, let your brothers go there by themselves. Don't you know when you're in a war, sometimes in a war or in a fight or in a struggle, you know, sometimes you get tired. Sometimes you get tired. And sometimes what you need while you He's about to push behind you. You're going to need for to keep pushing. Come on, you can make it. Come on, you can do it. You just keep going. You pushing, and I'm pushing with you. As you get there, I'm going to get there. I want you to have it because I got it. If I don't want you to have it, I don't want myself to have it. If I don't push you, and I can't push myself because we are in this together. We are in this together. I thank God we have a scholarship program. But one day I want us to be able to pay for full tuitions. Yes, I said that. I want us to pay for full tuitions. I want us to pay for full tuitions. And I want us to be able to, when our children go off, they get to worry about the government. Pell grants or any other type of grant, knowing good and well that I call on the Lord and the Lord sent my church to help me. The Lord sent my church. If we are so in tune with the Holy Ghost, 
as we say we are, there ought not be no bickering. We ought to look beyond the complaints and see the need. There's a song that says, he looked beyond our faults and he saw our needs. Well, how do you think he going to meet your need? He going to meet your need with somebody else. He's going to meet your need. And if you don't have it, you ought to know somebody that do. People that will call me, Pastor, how do I get the furniture? I said, hold on, I'm going to give you Mr. Chandler a phone number. Because I know somebody. You, do you hear me? Do, do you see what I'm saying? If you don't know, you ought to know somebody. Hallelujah. God is such a good God. As the doors of the church are open, God, I come right now, God, by praying for us in this place, God, in this church, God, in this fellowship, God, you've placed resources, you've placed opportunity, you, 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 you place blessings, and God, I want to thank you, oh God. When you gave it, oh God, it wasn't for just one particular individual, even though you gave it to one particular individual. God, you made it so wonderful that, if, that when you gave it to the one or to the two or to the three, it was so much. As David said, my cup overflowed. They had to share it with somebody else. But, oh God, I ask you, oh God, God, give us the patience, oh God, with you and with those, oh God, that are in need. Father God, not just those outside of the church, but, the, but those of us inside of the church. God, you are a wonderful God. And God, you have picked us and you have brought us through 2023 and every year prior. Oh God, I'm going to thank you in advance. I know tomorrow is a promise, but God, I come right now, God, thanking you in advance for every opportunity that you are going to put before us if you let tomorrow come, oh Father God. Father God, I stand here, God, as a witness that can't nobody do me like Jesus. I stand here as a witness that he looked beyond everything that I needed and gave me what I really needed. God, I just thank you for it, oh God. God, I thank you for St. Paul. I thank you for those that are younger, those that are older, oh Father God. God, you know what to do. God, somebody still needs to be healed, but somebody is yet to cry out, God, please heal me. But God, give us those who have the spirit of knowing and the gift to pray. God, help us to pray for them, even if they don't even ask us, oh Father God. Father, there are others of God that need something, and you have touched somebody's spirit to go and help somebody. Father God, let them be sofa at their feet and let them go do what you have placed in their heart to do. Let them not put any questions. Let them go do it, oh Father God. God, it may be somebody younger to help someone older, or someone older to help somebody younger. But God, however you decide to do it, let it all be done, Father God, for your glory in your Son, Jesus' name. Let the whole church say amen. 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 Take a seat real quick, real quick, real quick.